last time on Ever in the Glades by Laura Shellhart. But there I am in my dream and I'm running. Oh no, Ames, it's Z. His brother Z? People, there ain't no other Z. Rumor has it, Z's the one who killed their dad. Me pay for this boy? It's bad enough I agree to take care of his brother. Trust me, Aunt Mercy. You'll get what you're owed. You want to tell me what happened to our father that night on the dock? Early Sunday morning, Z sits on the dock, drawing hasty sketches on the boards. Junker G ambles down, watching him for a bit. You some artist now? That's what you've been doing all this time? Making a big old name for yourself in the world of art? Been in juvie, Junker G. You know that. It's a better story, though, ain't it? <laughs> Makes your time away easier to forgive. I ain't looking for your forgiveness. No, but you should be. You straight up should be, because if I forgive you, Ames might too. You think a lot of yourself, you know that? Hey, I've been looking after him, all right? A whole year I've been keeping them older boys at bay. Yeah, I can tell from his black eye how that worked out. Yo, I can't help what happened there. Oh, you can't help what happened there. You're gonna protect him, but you can't help what happened there. I'm saying I can only do so much. Your brother's different from everyone else. Hell, you know that. Yeah, I know that. And this island, hell, this country don't like different. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I know that. So I can't be with him every second of every day. I ain't his brother. I've been giving him my best attempt, see, but I ain't you. I hear that. For real. I appreciate you doing what you can. Yeah, well, I appreciate you appreciating shit. So what's this sketch, then, if it ain't some work of art? It's a boat, or it will be when I'm done. Oh, you just got back. You just got back and now you're gone again? Haven't built it yet, Junker G. Yeah, but then you're gone again. You've got a family. You've got someone to look after. I'm taking Ames with me. What do you think I came back here for? My health? Sorry, Z. Seems like once people turn a certain age around here, their sense of responsibility gets all shot to hell. Makes sense. You want to get Ames out. You can come with. I can build a boat big enough for three. Oh man, I can't leave. I got my dad. Your dad's an asshole. That's true. He is, but you only get one dad, you know? Sorry, man, I forget about your dad sometimes. Hey, when you say Ames is different, you mean he's smart, right? The other boys are after him on account of he's smart. Sure. See, that's part of it. What's the other part? Elijah Brown. He's been spending a lot of time with your brother. Because they're friends. Right, but Ames got no one else to talk to, and Elijah Brown is Elijah Brown. <laughs> it don't take much for kids to talk. It's just the kids, though, right? It's just the kids doing the talking? As far as I know, because adults ain't subtle when it comes to things like that. Sunday morning after church, Ames, Elijah, Mama Brown, and Reverend Brown around the Brown family table. Dinner has just been served. Amen. 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 So, Ames Johnson, did you enjoy this morning's sermon? Yes, sir, Reverend Sir. It was a wonderful sermon, Father, just first rate. 
And which part in particular did you most enjoy? Never flag in zeal, be aglow with the spirit. All thanks for your enthusiasm, son, but I'm asking Ames. He's talking to Ames, sweetheart. I guess the part about salvation? He means Romans 13:11, for salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. Elijah, don't interrupt. He's right, though. That's the part that I mean. Ah, Romans. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. Let, Let us cast, cast off, off the, the works, works of, of darkness, darkness and, and put, put on, on the, the armor, armor of, of light. light. So, it spoke to you, did it? And what did it say? It's about hope, I guess. It's about being ready in this moment. It's about seizing the blessing of this day. Elijah Brown, you are my first and only son, and I love you like a father loves his first and only son, but I'm telling you right now, my first and only son, if you don't silence your voice, I'll raise mine. Go on, Ames, dear. Well, it's like he says, I guess, about seizing this day, like maybe we're not supposed to wait for salvation. Maybe we're supposed to save ourselves. And you find hope in that? I guess I do. In taking matters into your own hands and trusting no one but yourself. No, that's not what I mean. No, no, be honest, son. You're in the trenches. You're wrestling with hope, and of course you are. With all you've gone through. Your mother. Delicate girl. Taken from us so early. Your father killed. By your own brother's hand. Actually, we don't know that for certain. And your brother dragged, kicking and screaming from your house to the boat. His cries echoing across the water, his curses burning our ears. It's no wonder. It's no wonder you'd find hope hard to come by. But I intend to help you find it, Ames Johnson, not just within you, but within the house of God. Amen to that. It's dangerous, though, isn't it? Hope, I mean, I've been reading. He's always reading, Father. <laughs> I've been reading this book about World War II, about when the American soldiers marched into the work camps, about how frail those prisoners were. And some of the soldiers wanted to give them food right away, but they weren't allowed, on account of the prisoners' stomachs had gotten used to having nothing inside of them. And to give them a big meal right away, well, it could kill them. Oh, I can't imagine that's true. It's what the book said. Oh, but you can't trust books. You trust the holy book. All right, now hold on. What's this have to do with hope, Ames? It's just, what if you've lived so long without hope that you're just like that starving man? And what if when someone finally offers it to you, what if it kills you right then and there? Well, now that's awful dark talk for such a young man. And we've got to drive that darkness away. It's why I was so proud of you coming back to church last Sunday. That was on account of Elijah, sir. You thought it might give me some peace. And that's a sign that the two of you were meant to work together. And, you know, pretty soon now, Elijah will stand at our pulpit and deliver his first sermon. 27 days, 23 hours, and 16... We call it his recognition day. The day Elijah becomes a shepherd. And you, Ames, could be the first member of his first flock. Mm. Meaning... Have you ever been baptized, son? He hasn't, Father. I asked him straight away. Huh. My mother never much went in for things like that. Well, your mother was young, son. I'm sure she would have joined us down the road. Mm -hmm. But I don't mind telling you, it's been hard days for our church lately. After your father was murdered... Actually, we don't know that he was murdered. After that tragedy, 
doubt settled over our congregation. Like a thick fog. People started leaving the church. Walking away from our guidance. When they, they should, should have been, been running, running towards. towards. So it would go a long way with our congregation to hear that Ames Johnson was seeking salvation. And we could work together every day, Ames. If you want to, that is. Huh. Knock, knock. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your supper. I just, I came to collect my brother. Why, Z Johnson, as I live and breathe. Z, Z, I'm going to baptize Ames at my recognition day next month. Ames has got to read the good book, and there's all sorts of call and response. <laughs> well, that's very kind of you, Elijah, but uh, I don't think that sort of thing's for us. Who are you to say whether it is or it isn't? It might be for me. You don't know. Oh, that right. Well, if you're going to get baptized, then uh, I guess I better, too. The hell you say. <laughs> Sorry, sir, but not two seconds ago, he was saying... Uh, no, let's not be hasty, son. Your brother's entitled to save him just like everybody else. And a double baptism. Think of the church, mother. Think of the crowd that'll bring. So, it's settled then. And, uh, don't you worry about spending extra time on me, Elijah. I think I can learn what I need to know from, uh, watching the two of you. The front porch of Old Lady Sims' place, one of those ramshackle houses sinking into the swamp. A curtain separates the porch from the main house. Delia listens to her mother, Charity, and this guy tell a story of how they met. Oh, I am telling you, Bug, it was fate how it happened. I was taking a smoke break out back. Uh, I don't smoke a lot, just on the bad days. Mama has a lot of bad days. Hey, that ain't polite. I'm telling you how we met, so... I go out into the alley, and uh, there's this guy sitting in his chuck like a king in his castle. He's got one of those food trucks, Bug, like we get tacos when we're on the road. Except he don't sell tacos, do you? Tell her what you sell. I sell candy. Candy! <laughs> Bug, she loves candy. Most kids do. So he's selling candy to this long line of kids, and I'm like, hey, you ask my boss if you can do business out here? And he says, well, tell her what you said. I said, no. Nope. No! <laughs> The nerve of him. This guy just smiles at me, this slow, silky smile. Show her the smile. Yeah, just like that. And he says, You gonna tell on me? And I'm no sucker. I, I can't be won over by a smile. So I said, Maybe I will, maybe I won't. And uh, he reaches down to this truck and pulls up a fistful of Tootsie Rolls. And he says, Maybe I can buy your silence with sugar. Sugar. Sugar, sugar. <laughs> Ain't he something, bug? Ain't he? Enterprising. That's one word for it. That's my mama. Just ignore her. She's a fortune teller. She's a wackadoo. But a harmless one. She can see the future. She's old, Bug. She can't see much of anything. She saw your last job fall through. She saw us coming here. It didn't fall through. I quit. I quit. And we ain't here forever. Just for now. I'm just saying. She's been right 100% of the time, and that's near impossible odds. Did she see me? Because I aim to be in your mama's future. That's why I wanted you to meet this guy, Bug. He's been all over the world in that truck. Well, the country anyway. The southern part. Mostly just Florida. Says he can take us anywhere we want to go. We just got here. Oh, now, we didn't just get here. We've been here for some weeks now. Some weeks ain't that long. Well, I was born and raised in the sinkhole of a town, and this ain't where I intend to die. Teenagers, you know? <laughs> Can't do nothing to make them happy. I was just settling into school. They got a math club. <laughs> math club. 
Dealey likes numbers. But what do I keep telling ya? You ain't gonna need numbers, Buggy. Not with a face like yours. That face is gonna take you wherever you wanna go. Now, I gotta go get ready for my shift. So, you two just sit here and get to know each other. And you be nice. This year's a world traveler, Bug. So, try not to be so backwater, okay? I know what you're thinking. I doubt it. You're thinking, who's this weirdo my mom's brought home? You're thinking, selling candy to children? How creepy can you get to make his living selling candy to children? So maybe you do know what I'm thinking. Except I don't like children. You're just easy targets is all. With your pocket change and your nothing the hell else to do, you'd line up for pretty much anything. So it's a good living and nothing more. So don't you gotta worry about that. Good to know. What you do gotta worry about is the fact that your mother likes me a whole heck of a lot, and I don't like children. Mama and I can't be separated. Uh-huh. We're a close system, me and her. She's not gonna let anyone come between us. Uh-huh. She's not. She's not. Later that day, Mr. G sits on the broken porch of his broken-down pawn shop, polishing a rifle. Junker G enters with his guitar, trying to work out a song. Nah, 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 boy, you can turn right back around. What's the matter? You don't like my song? I told you not to play that thing near me. I told you to throw it away. Mom gave her to me. I ain't throwing her away. She didn't give it to you. I respect you. You don't want me to play her in the house. She left it. But we're outside the house. It's just another thing your mother left behind. You been drinking again, Dad? Who are you? My parole officer? It's just if you are, and I don't care one way or the other, but if you are, maybe you shouldn't be holding a gun. <sighs> you know what? You're right about something for once in your life. Shouldn't be me holding this gun. Should be you. No, that's cool. Got my hands full right now, you know? Put that thing down and pick up this rifle. Go on. Just once I'd like to see you act a man. There you go. You'll get used to the weight. Now find yourself something to shoot. There. There's a warbler. I ain't shooting a bird, Dad. No, probably you'll miss it. But you're at least gonna try. Get off of me! What's the matter with you? It don't do nothing but sing, so no, sir, I won't be shooting any birds. You're gonna have to shoot a hell of a lot more than that where you're going. What's that mean, where I'm going? Got a call today from my buddy, Lewis Raleigh. He's got a son your age who did something with his life. Got himself a job whereby he can travel the world. You'd like that, wouldn't you? I don't know what you're talking about, Dad, so it's hard to say. Talking about the army, that's what. Talking about fighting for that freedom you ain't doing nothing with. I ain't joining the army, Dad. You're gonna consider it. I put a roof over your head. I put clothes on your back. Your mama left, but I didn't, so you're gonna consider it. Also, there's money in it. We could use some money right now. Think this pawn shop's gonna carry us? I'll get a job. <laughs> You'll get a job. Doing what? You gonna play your guitar for a living? I might, you don't know. I'll tell you what I know. People like us, there ain't no six strings in our future. So you want to play yourself into tomorrow, you go on and try it. But a five-string future is all you're going to get.
Join us next Friday for episode 3 of Ever in the Glades. Ever in the Glades by Laura Shellhart was directed by Sarah Bellantoni and edited by Robert Thaxton Stevenson. Featuring Gabriella Black as Mr. Sticks, Bella Philstrup as Mama Brown, Lila Gorefane as Ames Johnson, Matilda Hershorn as Elijah Brown, Claire Lazar as Z. Johnson, Alex Nunez as Reverend Brown and Old Lady Sims, Estella Pettis as Mercy Johnson and This Guy, Olivia Smith as Charity Sims and Mr. G, Jamie Vera as Junker G, and Sophia Votis as Delia Sims. The sound team included Tazriana Hussain, Tallulah Leon, Isabel Marks, and Alex Nunez.